Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Hey y'all, so this week I am joined by Elle of Housewives and Chit Chat to talk about Jersey, Queens of R&B with Escape in SWV, as well as the first episode of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 3. However, Elle does not watch Summer House or Vanderpump Rules, so there wasn't really much to talk about there when it came um, to that with her. However, I still have thoughts, so I'm going to give them to you here, and then we will get into the episode with Elle. So I know that I have unpopular opinions when it comes to Summer House. And one thing that I want to make clear is that I'm not saying Lindsay is free of fault ever. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you follow me on TikTok, you saw the video that I posted. My main point is that she's not the only one that does stuff. And I'm almost at the point to where I want to go back to season one and make a fucking list. I know I'm going to find things. I've watched this show since season one. I know that the lady gets activated, but where we are now, season seven, she's not the only one that has done stuff. She's just the only one that continues to get key for because it makes people feel better. I've had a lot of people come into my, um, messages and things like that and say like yeah but while everyone else does stuff she's the only person that like genuinely doesn't have women's backs and i'm just like oh okay so we what at what point do we draw the line because I remember when like this narrative really, really, really started with Lindsay. And it was when Paige and Hannah joined in season three. I will never forget because I thought it was so egregious on Paige's end. When Paige and Carl used to make out in the pantry, then Paige was like, you need, I need to see you throughout the week if you really want to be something. They were doing that tete-a-tete. It was very stupid. Carl was talking to Lindsay after a party and said something to the effect of, you know, I don't really see her. She doesn't, sure, she doesn't pay me attention. She doesn't text me back, da, da, da. Lindsay, listening to her guy friend at the time, Carl, says, okay, well, if she's really not paying attention to you like that and you're trying to date her, then put her on ice. Maybe don't text her as much. Everybody, but Paige got mad, okay? It was a whole fight. They were yelling, da, da, da. That for me is one of the main like stick out moments that people really started driving home that Lindsay was not a girl's girl. You guys know how I feel about the term. We have to stop weaponizing it. That conversation with Carl has nothing to do with Lindsay being for or against women. Okay. I'm sorry. But if my guy friend is, if I'm sitting there at a party with my guy friend, I'm like, how are things going with you and so-and-so? And I don't really know this girl. Paige and Lindsay did not know each other before Paige came in the summer house. I may know her, but I don't know her like that. She's not my friend. Okay. And uh, he says, well, it's fine. But she says she wants to date. When I text her, I hit her up. She doesn't really say anything to me. I'm literally going to be like, okay, then stop hitting her up. That has nothing to fucking do with her being a woman that I would tell one of my gay friends that I would tell anybody that I would tell a woman that about a man. We have to stop. Like we have to fucking stop. It doesn't like, she's just saying, okay, we'll put her on ice. And I know y'all are probably like, 
Okay, you're getting excited. But it's little things like that. Because I watch Amanda sit there and make fun of the way Lindsay looks when she gets mad. Like, regardless of whether or not you find Lindsay's facial expressions and mannerisms to be off when she gets mad, Amanda sat there this week and made fun of the way she looked because her and Lindsay are into it. I cannot think of anything that is more mean girl than that. And for people to try to use the excuse like, okay, yeah, Amanda did that, but like she still has women's backs. If you make fun of the way I look because you're mad at me at the time, but then you're like, oh God, like in front of people, like don't do that, blah, blah. And you still made fun of the way I look. We still have a fucking conversation to have. She said that Lindsay, she was like, do you, and not only that, she said she looks crazy. Like everybody wants to be the tone police now and be about where are y'all mad at that? She's like, she looked, and it, it just gave so mean girl to me. It really did give such like high school mean girls, like the way she looks when she gets mad and like tries and like gets mad and then smiles. Isn't it so crazy? Y'all, I'm sorry. What, 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 what is it? What is it? Like, I need to know. Like I said on TikTok, we can go round and round with a lot of this shit because we have seven seasons worth of material. My main point is that we can go round and round. She's not the only one. I had somebody come for me. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. I was up late on Twitter. The person commented and uh, spoke to someone else and then I butted in. I have no problem admitting that. I was minding business. I was not mine. And they told me, oh, I conveniently left out that Kyle apologized. Kyle did not apologize to Lindsay. Danielle is the one that said she did not trust Amanda because Danielle got the question. Yes, Lindsay said, I agree. But Danielle is still the one that said it. So why are we focusing more on the person that said, oh, I agree, than the person who said it, okay? And then Kyle in turn turns around and apologizes to Carl and says, oh yeah, I shouldn't have done that. But does the apology count if you did not come up to me and tell me who you directed that shit at? hey, I shouldn't have said that about you and I'm really sorry. Like, can y'all imagine if somebody cursed your name, called you a bitch, called you evil, called you manipulative in a whole room full of people and then talked to your boyfriend or your friend and said, I shouldn't have done that, but doesn't come up to you and say, hey, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. Are, are we mad? Are we mad? Because in like the whole argument of like, Everyone owns their shit except for Lindsay. Did you really own anything if you called me a name, but then you can't cut, you called me a name right in front of my face, but then you can't come to the very face that you called me a name and disrespected me at and said, and say, hey, I was wrong for saying that. Did you really own any fucking behavior? No, you didn't. No one in this house owns their fucking behavior. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. No one in the house owns the behavior. Okay. Next thing I want to talk about when it comes to Summer House, because it's the next thing that I've been arguing with people about online. When it directly related to the mean girl comment, I have been trying, trying to not say anything. And I get worked up about this because it, it hits close to home with me about Maya and Sierra. I really have been trying, but this is some bullshit. Last season, Maya and Sierra held a conversation with the house about how it, because Maya came to Sierra saying she was having a hard time fitting in and wanted to talk about 
the differences of where what it feels like rather to be a black woman in the house, a black person in the house and in the Hamptons versus the primarily white space that we're in fair conversation to have. They hold a conversation every, they got a whole bunch of praise for it that I thought was a little over amplified, but whatever, as long as they were fine with the conversation and where it landed, I don't care. So I wasn't me, like I wasn't the black person in that conversation. Right. They got the praise for it that they wanted is what I should say to fast forward to now to have that conversation about Gabby in the kitchen. The root of that, the root of that was that Gabby, Maya was so stressed out because like, I hate when things are unorganized. I fucking can't stand when people get so up in arms about things being unorganized, but then don't necessarily want to do anything to help. You know what I mean? And then somehow, some way she's like, I think everything with Gabby is surface level. What does that have to do with organization? What is that you're you're mad that her party's unorganized and now you started like attacking her character and saying, I think things with her seem very surface level. And then you and Sierra say, oh, well, you know, she seems to come from a privileged background, but that's okay. I'm going to just be very honest right now because this is my space. A lot of times when black people are talking about things like that and then they throw in, but that's okay. It's really not to you because if it's okay, then why are you complaining about it? You told her there was no out, wasn't enough alcohol for the party. She said, okay, I'll have it delivered. Why? Because she likes to pay for convenience. If you don't like to pay for convenience and you like to go and run to the store, that's fine. I don't care. That has nothing to do with the type of person I think you are. And then she says, I'm not going to lie. Where I come from, I'm used to having people set up parties for me, paying people to do it. Again, I didn't got the money to set, pay anybody to set up a party. I then would say, okay, well, boo. We ain't got nobody to pay right now. So let me help you. If you're really like trying to be so pro-woman, pro-black woman, let me get to know this girl. Why don't you say that? And for Maya to sit there and say, I thought we would be more so talking about our shared experiences as black women. You probably do have shared experiences, Black women. But just as I haven't seen Gabby come to you, I haven't seen you go to her either, first and foremost. Secondly, I want to, again, refer to the conversation you had last year when you were the new girl in the house. And you sat there and fucking cried and said, it's hard for me. And I'm not taking that away from you. But no one came to you, Maya. You said you went to them. So you would think that, you would be the first person to not only make the new girls feel more welcome, but especially the new black girl. But no, you think that since she is from privilege, you think that she, because she is from a world that you're not used to, things are surface level. Okay. I have seen so many fucking comments online from black people that watch this show saying, well, Gabby seems like she would prefer to be around white people. So since you think you, what you, your perception of Gabby is, is that she would prefer to be around black people. She doesn't deserve the courtesy of the other two black women in the house trying to get to know her that have established relationships with these people. Get the fuck out of here. I am so fucking serious. Do you know how that sounds? You think Gabby doesn't deserve those two black women to try and bring her in because you deem Gabby to be 
less black. That is what you're saying. That is what you're saying. And that is bullshit. That is bullshit. Until Gabby sits there and fucking tells us, I don't care to form relationships with black women, X, Y, Z, then I will accept that answer. Do you know how many people I've seen say, oh, well, there's no rule book. There's no way to be black, but there is a code of conduct to you black by your standards, whether you want to call it rules or anything else or a code of conduct that is to you, to you personally. And if Gabby is not your type of black girl, Okay, fine. But then you need to sit there and resonate with yourself because while you're critiquing her, critiquing her and saying, oh, I think she's this type of black girl, you're doing the same exact thing that you're accusing her of doing. You're doing the same exact thing. We have to stop this. Like we really have to fucking stop this shit. I have been accused of not being black enough my entire life. I don't care because I came from two black ass parents. My whole family is black. I am black in the way that is me. And that may not be okay to you, but that doesn't make me any less fucking black. Period. It is so ridiculous the hoops I see people jumping through. Another thing, I was trying not to say this, but I said it on Twitter because it's getting ridiculous. I find it very fucking weird that people want to talk about Gabby because they feel like she's from a place of privilege. When I have watched Sierra on this screen for the past three seasons, I believe now, last season, fight over a fucking white man from Southern Charm that made it a point to go live with Tommy Laring during 2020. No one said anything about that. Sierra was throwing a glass and wine over that white dude who is the, I promise you, I promise you, I have heard Austin say so many fucking microaggressions. No one said anything about it. See, it's fine because whatever reason, I, I don't know. I really, I don't, can't pinpoint it. I don't care that Sierra likes white men. My husband is white. I have dated every fucking body, but y'all want to critique Gabby because her because of her upbringing because she comes from privilege but y'all don't care about sierra fighting over this white man that we've heard say microaggressions and ignorant ass shit y'all don't care about that do you hear yourselves i don't got nothing for maya because she's a fucking walking contradiction but um it's it's grating on my fucking ass I am never going to, I'm dead ass. I will not tell Candace Owens she's less black than me and I can't stand her. I don't agree with anything that she fucking stands for, but I'm not gonna sit here and tell her that she is less black than me. That is so fucking toxic and we have to stop it. I cannot take it because the argument would, so there may be something that you do that I'm like, ooh, I would not do that. And in my house, that wouldn't slide. But for you, it's fine. That doesn't make it more black. That just makes it different. And again, I'm going to say being black is not monolith. It is not monolith, okay? Gabby, the people acting like Gabby got on there and said, ooh, no, I don't want to hang out with you Negro girls. She didn't fuck, she don't act like that. She didn't fucking say that. Also, y'all act like Gabby, well, you might not know. Gabby's sister wrote a book called Token Black Girl. You should read it and maybe you might understand things better. But some people don't want to. You don't want to. If somebody is not black by your standards, I don't even know how many fucking black listeners I have, but if you're not black, if I'm not black enough by your standards, I don't give a fuck, fuck you. Come into my face and say that. I promise you. Come to my fucking face and say that. This shit is 
so fucking tired. So fucking tired. Let's talk about Vanderpump Rules. Now that I've had a moment to calm down from that conversation, I'm going to get worked back up with Vanderpump. So we have to focus on two things being true. But before I talk about that, I need to say this. I haven't gotten it off of my chest. Whoever's doing Lala's hair doesn't like her very much. Because as a former hairdresser, looking at her hair this episode, very overprocessed. It looks like if I touched it, it would come out. But I hope she's gotten that situation fixed. Lala is an asshole. No one's denying that. And I struggle with Lala a lot because we've all talked about Lala's like cultural appropriation, her trying to cosplay as a black girl. Like I think Lala has a black man fetish. As soon as a black guy walks in, she's like, oh yeah, I like that. However, who did you have babies with? The opposite of that, whatever. And like, we can get into like type preference, but no, Lala, Lauren from Utah, give me a fucking break. However, sometimes there are things that Lala says that I'm like, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but it, in it's the delivery because, and not the delivery as in like the delivery is rude. I find it rehearsed. So for instance, when Lala told Raquel at the pool party, form a sentence, spit it out. I probably would say something like that to somebody like Raquel too. Why you may ask? Because don't come to me or have your friends come to me trying to stick up for you. And then you feel empowered by that. And then you come in my face and you say, you're like, what's the issue? And it's like, Oh, your friends are the ones surrounding me. Tom fucking Sandoval, who you've been sleeping with, even though we don't know it at this point, is yelling at me, calling me a fucking bully. And Lala is a bully, okay? But, and you want to say, what's the issue? Girl, just come over here and get it cracking, okay? Just come over here, get it cracking, don't act dumb. And then you want to say, yeah, because Lala like, and then doesn't say anything. Now, where I differ from Lala is Lala immediately, and this is where the rehearsed part comes in. Lala immediately says, spit it out, Raquel, form a thought. I would give the girl a minute because I think she's drunk and I think she's a couple other things, but I don't know that. It's not about the pasta, if you catch my drift. But I would give her a minute because you're you're starting the conversation with confidence. You're like, yeah, because you did it out. I'm expecting to get read the fuck down. Read me, bitch. Drag me. Tell me about myself. But then you stop and you got nothing else to say. I would have let that room fall so silent because if you come over here with that confidence, you better follow through. And then probably after like three minutes, because I like to make things real fucking awkward and make people feel real dumb about shit. I would be like, you going to form a thought? Are you going to spit it out or what? Are we going to sit here all fucking day? Now, I saw her comment about claiming, she never said she was autistic. She never said, I don't, I don't know what she's trying to relate to or like hint at there. But what I do know is that like, that doesn't make you sleep with somebody's man. And that also doesn't like make you come at me. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Okay. I would tell her to form a thought. I would be like, spit it out. Okay, because we're playing too much at this point. And I don't play. Lala plays. Lala plays. And I think the thing that irritates me the most about her is that she gets her whole, like, puts her whole, you know, 
I'm Tupac reincarnated cosplay costume on is some of, she's trying to act like what she thinks a black woman would act like. When some of us, that us black women, that's our instant reaction. Like if I know so many, you know, women of my friend group are all, we're all like, I would have told her ass like, girl, what are you going to say? Spit it out quickly. Come on. But Lala does it. She gets called a bully. You know what I mean? We look like bullies. Maybe I'm not a bully. I don't bully anybody. I really think that that term is too loosely used. If you follow me on the internet, you know that I don't, I get real triggered by being called a bully because a lot of times with a lot of people, not Lala, we are, when you want to call somebody a bully, you're talking about their reaction to something. Okay. And again, it's as a black woman, it's easy to be for me to get called a bully and people believe it. People don't even ask questions. They just believe it. That term is thrown around too easily. I also fuck with Lala because that shit last year, Katie bullied her. Okay. You want to talk about a bully back in the day when Lala first came on, Katie bullied the fuck out of her, but, and so did Stassi, but we're not talking about her right now, but who was the first two people that Lala ditched? as soon or Lala gravitated to and as soon as uh she was accepted into the group it was Katie and Stassi and she ditched her two friends that stuck up for her and rode for her she had beef with both Sheena and Ariana last year now somebody told me that Lala I guess said on a podcast or something that she was hinting at Raquel having a drinking problem I don't agree with that Lala I know you're sober I know you don't drink anymore. Not everybody has an issue with alcohol. When you're sober, people are annoying because they're drunk and you're sober, but that doesn't mean that they have an issue with alcohol. I don't think Raquel has an issue with alcohol. I think Raquel's an asshole. I think she loves male attention. I will tell y'all this. It made me sick to my stomach to watch Raquel walk into Tom and Ariana's house with such familiarity. Like it just the way she walked in, I was like, she walking up in that house like she she been in there before. And obviously that has to do with what I know about her sleeping with Sandoval, you know what I mean? And allegedly in the house. Not only that, it made me sick to my stomach to hear Ariana like pay her so many compliments and be like, what's it like to be the most gorgeous girl in the world? Can you imagine? Oh my God. Can you imagine thinking that somebody is your friend, first of all, and then being like, oh my God, what's it like to be the most gorgeous girl in the world? Like, obviously I think that is a a compliment that came from the heart with Ariana. And, um, you know, she meant it. She's like, you're gorgeous. And then to find out that that girl is sleeping with your boyfriend. And like, it's a different type of sick in the head to me that Raquel is sitting there eating it up. Because I don't sleep with people's mans when I'm married. But two, I don't sleep with people's mans. Uh, One time I did not, some, you know how dudes be, they lie. Okay. I will never forget one time a guy lied and told me that him and his girlfriend broke up and we were started hooking up. And then I found out that they indeed did not break up. And I legit was like, Oh my fucking God. I still, to this day will think about her because like she was on my shit a lot. Like my, she, she would not stop looking at my, um, my Instagram story back in the day. And then she got her cousins on it. And like, if she wanted to have a conversation, that would have been fine. But I was just like, yo, that, I'm sorry because didn't know that, did not fucking know that, but she was cursing my name, neither here nor there. It's a different type of sick to 
eat that, eat those type of comments up knowing, I also didn't know that girl either. Um, I didn't know anything in the situation. Anyways, it's a different type of sick for y'all to, or for her to sit there and like eat that shit up knowing damn well that she's sleeping with Ariana's man. That's sick. It's, it's weirdo behavior. Watching Tom stand up for Raquel and get so into it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Ariana even said herself, I'm walking away, Tom, because I can't do this whole like Tom versus the girls bullshit. And obviously we didn't know like what we know now, but that was very telling to me as well because I was like, Ariana hates when he gets into it with the women. A lot of the Bravos verse loves to use that Peter Patricia trope that Nini uh, used back in the day in Real Housewives of Atlanta with Peter, Cynthia's husband, or now ex-husband. Y'all don't like to use it when it's applicable because Peter was in the mess. He was creating storylines. He was like very much so like, I'm a cast member. That's how Tom, like Tom is a cast member, but y'all get the analogy I'm trying to make. Tom, you need to let them handle that. You were not in Lake Havasu. You weren't in Vegas, nothing. You just took... Raquel's word from it when she came back to the hotel to hang out with y'all and was making fun of the other girls and you loved it because you love picking on women Tom Sandoval you love picking on fucking women like let's call a spade a spade okay very fucking weirdo behavior to jump back to the beginning of the episode everyone talking about Lala's a bully those girls are bullied just da 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 they're not girls girls y'all know how I feel about that Raquel ain't really acting like one either because it would be one thing to leave the Lake Havasu and be like, I don't feel comfortable here. I just think it's too much animosity animosity for me. We need to go. She got her ass on the highway, pointed straight back to LA. And I looked up how long it takes to get from Havasu to LA. Now, I don't know if maybe they production got them tickets. They flew back. I don't know. She got her ass back to LA to make sure she was at that hotel in time to be in front of them men's. And not only that, to make sure she was making a point to talk about them. We know the history between James and Lala and Raquel. We know the history that Sandoval is not fond of Katie Maloney. We know the history between Katie Schwartz and Katie Maloney. We know the history there. She made a point to sit there and say, those girls tried to set me up as if like I only come after dudes that they are interested in. Do you know how fucking loaded and wild that what Like when she said that, my mouth dropped because I know that in my heart that like I don't have it in me to sleep with my friend's man. You know what I mean? Therefore, I might say something like that, but well, actually, no, I would never say a term like that. But like, you know that you have it in your heart, Raquel. You know, you may have not have slept with Sandoval yet, but you know when you're attracted attracted to somebody. You know when you would fuck them. You know, like, are y'all picking up what I'm saying? Like, you knew in your heart, if you weren't sleeping with Sandoval at that time, you knew in your heart that you would. I don't even look at my friend's significant others like that. In my mind, there's no fucking way that could happen. So when Raquel said that shit, I literally was like, you, are you, 
are you okay? Is everything okay? Because I don't think it is. I don't think it is. It's wild to me. Wild to me. The last thing I want to touch on when it comes to Amanda Pump rules. Katie is absolutely being a fucking bitch about this hotel room. I don't blame her. I don't blame her. I would still go to Mexico. I would still go do all of it. I don't care. I'm inconvenient to you the same way you try to inconvenience me, Lala. Or not Lala, uh, Sheena. I don't care. And sometimes I get annoyed when Katie gets on that horse like that, but I don't care. And it's just a different time. Why, why Jamie doesn't have a fucking hotel room and she's a bridesmaid and it's two weeks before the wedding is beyond me, okay? But it's also not Katie's problem. Not Katie's problem. And for Tom Schwartz to sit there and say, when talking to Raquel and Ariana and Sheena and say, hey, how about this? I'll tell her I'll go get back together with her if she'll give up the hotel room. Also made me sick to my stomach. That's a fucking disgusting ass thing to say. First of all, she broke up with you. She broke up with you. So it doesn't matter if you offered to get back to her, but like, do you know what type of twisted person you have to be to even joke about something like that? You're getting divorced. You're getting fucking divorced. Do you know what type of person you have to be to joke and say, hey, I'll go tell my ex-wife I'll get back together with her if you give her the hotel room for my friends over here. That's weirdo shit, bro. And I would have hit Tom with my damn purse if he would have followed me out to the curb and then said some condescending ass shit like, you look pretty. Do you want me to get you an Uber? Get the fuck away from me. I would have swung that little web, red purse. I'm not kidding. I would I would have. I would have. Like, bro, what the hell? Ugh, this, I know they're filming the reunion like right now as we speak, as I'm talking into this microphone. I'm scared. I'm scared. This is a lot. This is a fucking lot. That's all I have to say. We're going to get into the conversation with Elle now. So here we are. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. Y'all already know I am Zell, and this week I am joined by my very special guest, Elle of Housewives and Chit Chat. <laughs> How are you? Proud and wild. I'm good. How are you? I am good. Just another exhausting week of being a pop culture Bravo fan. <laughs> it it oh. is like... <laughs> it's the it's the most litest most funnest most ghettoest most it's triggering most <laughs> because hello because sometimes i'll be on tiktok as we do mm, okay I, I love the tiktok streets i love tiktok too but it's i will not lie sometimes i get a little nervous every time i open my comments or every time i see i have multiple comments because i'm like what what y'all about to be talking about what what are y'all what are y'all about to say? Come on, let's go. Because it's not about to be. If you're coming I, at me, if you think you're coming at me in a TikTok comment, you've already fucked up. Yeah, that that like you've already fucked the... up. Because I really do think about what I post. Like I I think about what I post, and if I think like this is a little off or this is a little maybe I shouldn't say that I don't post it. So. Yeah. You said it for me, and I know we're going to get into Queens and R&B later, but oh, this God. is my example. Mm -hmm. So I post the video talking about Tamar, and it wasn't even Queens of R&B. It was Queens, Queens Court. Queens Court, yeah. I was talking about Tamar, and I said, um, 
No, it wasn't Queens Court. It was Candy and Todd in Tamar. Mm-hmm. That's in Tamar. Yeah, the whole thing. And so I said, maybe also some of Todd's whatever was like lost in him being in from New York and her like being from Atlanta. Now, mm-hmm. is that a horrible sentence grammatically? Absolutely. I, however, only had three seconds left on the clock and I didn't have the time to explain that Tamar was from Baltimore, but then she moved after Tony and them got their record deal and then they was living in Atlanta and she claims both. I didn't have time for that. The amount of comments that I had that was like, actually, Tamar is from Baltimore and it's like, "Mm, because it's really Maryland, but you go off. Like, I hate the testing my fandom as if I didn't do my research yeah. or I didn't watch this video 50 million times oh my before God. I posted it. Like, that is my please. thing also. Like sometimes, I listen, I don't think people understand that. Like, cause same thing. I have people coming for me on a video of Queens of R&B because mm-hmm. I misspoke. I was speaking fast. And like, you know, sometimes- you do so many takes that you're like, I'm, I'm done. Okay. So like, know what, I mean. <laughs> I, what I did, well, I was talking about Mama Gloria and Tamika's conversation. And I said, first of all, you're not the fifth member of SWV. Obviously I'm in escape. So Obviously. when I saw, when I got done with the video, I said, shit. So I went back, I edited it because I'm not re-recording that. Like I've gotten through the whole video and then I realized that at the end, I'm not re-recording Mm-mm. the whole video. I'm not deleting no, the rest I'll put of those the, clips. I'll put the text on the screen. And, and that's what I did. The duration. That's what I did. I literally put the text on the screen as soon as I said, and I said, escape. And I kept it on there a little bit longer. And then what I did was I went into the com- uh, the caption and I said, I know I said fifth member of SWV. I meant escape. I was talking fast. Because like, what is it that all of a sudden people would be like, oh, you really don't know what you're talking about. I know who SWV is <laughs> and I know there's three oh members and I know it's escape. I misspoke. And if we were I talking misspoke. in person, I would literally say, oh shit. I mean, y'all, y'all know I mean escape, but I'm not, I'm recording a video and I can't, I'm not like, I don't and think- the ticker is ever counting down. Like, oh my God. Like, and you know what? Guess what? Let, let's say, let's say I did mean escape or yeah. SWV. If you don't like my Portia news source, if you don't like me as a reference, go to another one of these amazing pages. See, I, the outside of the Tamar thing, I don't really have that issue in my comments anymore, Mm -hmm. but I have been honing my comment section literally since day one, because when, for me, when I took off so fast after the duet, Mm -hmm. um it was like a bunch of opinions coming at you right and at this point I'm not a full-time content creator yeah or a creator at all like I literally might have been on TikTok for 10 days at this Mm -hmm. point you feel what I'm saying so it that was a lot and then I was like I don't let people in my regular life talk to me like that exactly I'm not not going to get on this app that I control and mm-hmm. allow people to talk to me like that. You you are free to have an opinion. You are more than welcome for that opinion to differ from mine. Mm-hmm. You will in this section on this channel talk to me a certain way because I have yeah. never came to your page and spoke yep. to you like that. And the day that I do, you can return the favor. So yeah. maybe I be having good old fashion 1990 freak nick block parties okay <laughs> I, some, I, sometimes, yeah. sometimes i'll comment back and be like 
Um, but did you eat if this comment will be deleted in five minutes? <laughs> no, for real. Because like I, <laughs> then I, I, I for real, like I, I, I have a similar, like I made a video about love is blind that I really, the, uh, the last season that I really was like, this is, uh, it was like so passive. Like I was just like, whatever, when I tell you, it's still my biggest video to date. It's got like, it be like oh, that. I was like what the fuck is going on? I, and that was in November. And that was like, I was not being serious about content creation. I still really hadn't like cracked the code or like didn't, because you know me, I'm an Aries. I'm a hothead. Like you said, yes. I don't allow people to talk to me like that. And I am a strong believer in like filtering my comment section because mm -hmm. while I do, of course I want the engagement. I want the right engagement. So not only are you going to talk, you're not going to talk to me crazy in the comments. You're not going you're to, not talk talk to, 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 you, yep. you're not to talk to each other. You're not going to talk to each other crazy in the comments. Like I, I had to tell somebody the other day, like they was arguing about the ticket sales when it came to SWV and, and the, you know, blah, blah. And I said, all right, y'all, we're talking about a show. Like we don't really need, they started calling each other little girl. I said, we don't yeah, need to I do this. I don't even correct them. Listen, if we don't, you are a grown woman who is okay calling another stranger grown woman, a little girl, I don't, I'm not explaining. I'm not teaching nothing. I just delete all the comments. Yeah. I said, I just told him, I said, y'all, we don't need to do this. Like at the end of the day, we're, we're laughing, kidding, talking about a show. These are not our ticket sales. So like, whatever. But I have had people, this, somebody, this girl commented on my, one of my videos in Miami and literally was like, I cannot stand you. You get on here and think you ate. And I like watching this show, but it's so hard watching it when I get on TikTok and you're on my for you page. I said, did you not know that the block button exists? <laughs> Wait a minute. First I said, of all, the I, I said, first on of this all, one. I said, first like... of all, babes, wrong audience with me. I'm a fucking Aries. More than being told that you love me and you think I'm funny, don't fucking tell me that I get on your nerves and I know I've done nothing but be me. Yeah, don't, don't if I that. know that I've done don't nothing do but me be me and I bother you like that, that is literal fuel to my fire sign. I fucking love it. And I'm not going to stop. I'm uh -uh. going to keep and let you need to. That's on you. You need to block me. I'm not blocking you. I don't like you came yeah, over no. here to me to tell me that you hate me so much. I said, a hater? I was like, a hater? I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, thank you to the Academy. Oh. I was like, I, like that. Those are the moments where I throw out the housewives re references because I would have been like, I'm embedded in your motherfucking. I, no, I did. Bit. I said, Is your block? Like, do we need to call the TikTok and see if your block button is broken? And I had to tell one embedded. other person that too that came at me sideways. I said, They were like, I can't believe you're wasting your time making videos like this and watching this crap. There's so much other thing. I said, Listen, baby, is your block button broken? They said, Why would I block you? You didn't do anything to me. I didn't do anything to you but I'm, I'm annoying you. You're you bothered. think I'm wasting my time. I don't like when people yuck other people's yums. If you want to focus on changing the world, go watch the history channel, go get a degree, continue to do whatever you're doing that, you know, I like to make people laugh. I don't want to like change the world. Or, and like, I like making people laugh. Okay. I like talking about these shows. I like watching these shows, period. Don't yuck my motherfucking yum. 
but that is changing the world around you. That laughter yeah. is bettering the world around you. So it, like, again, it all comes down to views. And if you and I don't view the, the mm -hmm. world the same way, therefore I don't speak about it through the, sim the same lens as you, then what I want for you is for you to go and occupy spaces where they have conversations that you enjoy. Yeah. Having. Like you deserve that. And I want that for you real bad. You can Somebody told me, me on mine <laughs> with Lisa Renna when she did the, the Herman Munster cut. Oh God. I, I did the like, you know, are, are we going to talk about this? Mm -hmm. And someone commented and was like, you just mad because her shirt looks similar to the one you wearing in your profile picture. What? And I was like, thanks for the engagement. Like, in I some, can yeah, only yeah. imagine the comment sections of the Housewives, bro. Because no, I, but like, for I real. know what mine look like. I know what yours look like. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think that sometimes I also like for me, I have to foster a healthy environment because like I don't like when the bigger content content creators let their comment sections go wild, like especially yeah. when it comes to like people in their comment say section saying racist shit. I'm like, yeah, and then they're they're literally wondering why way. people look at them a certain way. I'm like, because you're allowing those comments. I block comments. I literally like do not uh I decline yeah. comments sometimes. I will I will erase them. I have deleted so many comments about people i don't obviously i don't like jackie gold snyder on uh new jersey this season not she i don't much. like the way she's moving. oh this season I was about yeah to say, i don't like too much yeah i don't Jack. like the way she's moving this season <laughs> um i've liked her in the past but i'm not gonna deal with comments about her ed and like her no, body image because not. it doesn't have anything to do with what we're i think and we'll get into it i think it's super contradictory to act like you love like you're a pioneer for women and then you're coming out danielle like this but i'm not that doesn't have anything to do with her eating disorder and i don't think no. that's fair you know what i mean i delete comments all the freaking time and that's like i'm like and you know i people somebody also was like oh you say let's talk about it but really you mean as long as we agree with you i said baby look through the comment sections there's plenty of people who don't agree with me who literally are like yeah girl but Okay, but what about da da da? And that's totally fine. It's how you approach it. We're not, Absolutely. I'm not arguing with y'all. So don't come over here talking about did it, did it, did Because at the end of the day, we don't know these people. You're not talking about my mama. So I like, I, I don't care. It's, not, it's never yeah. that deep. I like, I like when, I like when there's an opposing opinion. Mm -hmm. And I love when that opposing opinion is formed in the form of a question. So right. when, um, Housewives of Potomac did their colorism conversation I said something to the fact of like it wasn't enough and you couldn't act mm -hmm. like they like they could have just done nothing and that would have yeah. been fine and one of my followers asked like okay that didn't suffice how would you have preferred them to handle it and I was like that is such a fucking great question especially mm -hmm. in my opinion like I like you and I've talked about this before like I like resolve like what, what's yeah. the point where are we going mm -hmm. why would we have this conversation which is why some of them I just be like are we going to talk about this and move on like because the, the the silent right. part has been said out loud in mm -hmm. in whatever is behind me on this green screen but to ask me like okay well what would you have liked to see change look like and oh and then we can have a banter about that you know like that's the mm -hmm. and chit chat to me like and I I like that so yeah and it, no, again and sometimes I know that time. I know that things get lost in translation in the comment section so like I have had people like I, I myself I will be like so I'm not sure if you if you trying to say it like this but that's how it's coming across 
And I've also had people be like, oh no, that's that's not what I'm I'm really not like coming at you like that. This da da. I respect that and that's fine. But some of these people, I'm like, I'm like, y'all, it makes y'all feel good to get on TikTok. And and to a certain extent, yes, I'm talking about these housewives, celebrities, reality TV stars. I do try to go out of my way not to disrespect them. And that's solely based off of the fact that I don't put my life on TV. I don't put my life on TV. If if there was a camera watching all of my mistakes, I would be like, oh my fucking God. Like, I don't I'd agree. I look shitty too. Yes, <laughs> I don't agree when people flood people's comment sections over one little thing. That's why when I talk about it, I try and like you said, I like resolve. I try and be like, where are we going from here? What right, did we right, do? Right, like, right, right, you know right. what I mean? Like, it's fine. But before we get into talking about the shows, I do want to talk about- law roach that Mm -hmm. is a conversation that everybody's been talking about the past week if you don't know what we're talking about law roach the celebrity or former celebrity stylist rather announced that he is retiring he most famously styles celine dion and Mm -hmm. zendaya is it technically supposed to be zendaya you know how like when the, how they have those things where it's like celebrity names you're pronouncing wrong and like Rihanna is really Rihanna. I feel like Zendaya was on there and it was supposed to be Zendaya. I don't know Zendaya, and um, I remember she she was on. Uh, oh hi, welcome to I Watch Too Much TV. Kim same. Kimball show when same. Kim Kimball had the thing, mm-hmm. and I remember them addressing the name thing, but mm-hmm. I cannot remember for the life of me which way it was. Yeah. I, yeah, but he, those are probably the two celebrities he's most famous for dressing. And I mean, he is a visionary. He is, he is a genius to me. Like I love what he does with fashion. I am so intimidated by fashion talk and like fashion just in general, because it gets very elitist Mm -hmm. and people Mm -hmm. will like drag you. So he, there was a video that went wild on the internet of him and Zendaya at a, I believe, it, I'm just going to say at a fashion show. I don't want to say. Louis Vuitton. I was going to say, I think it was Louis Vuitton, but I wasn't sure. And there was no seat for him. And ever, and then he announced he was retiring. I personally was like, I don't think this is about the seat. Like, well, I, I it don't... was, there was no seat for him. And then what was really tripping the girls up in the comments was mm-hmm. Zendaya pointing Pointed to the back. Yeah. To sit for him to sit behind mm-hmm. and on the internet, the debate was number one, if this is your friend and your stylist and y'all have been together this long, like you should have advocated for him to have a seat. Like pointing behind shouldn't have been an option. Some people were reading the body language and all of that in the point and just. But but, but at the end of the day, we didn't have any audio. So that's was my always thing. I'm not always my thing. I said, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's going on here. He did a podcast where he explained the seat that she pointed to was her, somebody else with her in her um team he said okay. it well, it wasn't my seat it was he said now my thing was I'm not going to take that person's seat see, and right. because this is poor planning and that I said that is a point and he is used to sitting next to her and I do think it's fair now people were saying he should he is not the celebrity blah blah, blah. but Law Roach has become a celebrity he Cele- I don't think sure. Law Roach is walking around Target without security 
Mm. Okay, I if I were Law Roach, I'd be why I'd I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't. Yeah, I would be walking around with security. I would not be you not gonna run up on me any type very, of way. Very, I'm so very, very plain clothes New York officer security though. Yeah, like yeah, we're not like talking I'm, Beyonce and Drew. No, 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 no. But I would have somebody with me. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. The world is crazy. Don't let me make it big. Don't let me have a talk show. Don't let me. There's going to be somebody on me at all times. I am going, I don't care what anybody says, thinks about that. I don't care. I, mm -mm. you not, the world is too crazy. And now mm -hmm. I'm not going to have them walking in front of me like, no, don't talk to her. Yeah, for They sure, may for be sure, following sure. in, like you said, in plain clothes, five steps back in them, but I Just need some. Just help me scope the scene. Yeah, you know, like somebody going to be around me and you may not know they're around me, but I am going to have somebody on me that you like, you're not going to see. I come from military parents. I'm not, I'm not playing that shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. But. Can't. You know, he explains everything and, you know, he's he's not leaving fashion, but celebrity styling. Yes. So the conversation is, you know, is his head too big? Did he overreact? I personally don't think so. A lot of these think piece. And he, he also said, if it was just about the fashion, just about the clothes, then I would do it forever. But it's not. There's a lot of politics. There's a lot of, you know, racism. There's a lot of um, things that go into it. And duh, there every industry has that. Every Absolutely. industry has it. No we, matter what your as, job is, yep. there's, as, there's a department for that. As we know, fa in fashion, it's bad. It's it's really bad. So I don't blame him. I love seeing Law Road style people. I think it is a, it is a, what's the word I'm looking for? It sucks for us, for me, that we're not going to get to see him style uh the celebrities that we see i can't wait to see what he does but i don't like the conversation specifically on black twitter i'm just gonna say it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. surrounding what he like how he feels about himself because this is my thing we can't have a conversation saying oh no you're worth no xyz and then at the same time y'all trying to tell the person who styles zendaya and celine dion to stay in his place be and humble. don't let his head get too big and be humble. What? What? I'm sorry, y'all start King a business and that. you're like, oh, I'm gonna know my worth. Yeah, no, and then add tax. Mm -hmm. um, yesterday's price was not today's price. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carlos King, uh, I'm sorry, Carlos Miller from uh, 85 South Show was like, be humble is like, that's something only black people say. Mm -hmm. Like, like who 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 is actually telling Mark Zuckerberg to be humble? No one. Like you know what I mean? It, it's this it's this tampering of the fire, so to speak. I also I think that um part of Law Roach, in my opinion's retiring is part partially knowing his worth, right? Mm -hmm. Because I don't know, I don't know him personally, but if Beyonce called and was like. Hey, yo, you trying to style me? Law Roach would be styling Beyonce. And not just Beyonce. I, I feel like there's there's a multitude of artists that could call. Like, you know what I mean? If if the if the look is good, if the mm -hmm. if, if it's a good look, it's a good look. If the business makes sense, then I believe that he would be there. But also that is a part of protecting the brand, right? To mm -hmm. make it all tie in the housewives. Candy was talking on Speak on it mm -hmm. um, in reference to the headline co-headlining that right. 
SWV mentioned that they tour 50 dates a year. Mm-hmm. And she spoke to how now you are oversaturating the market because how many years until everyone that wants to see SWV has seen SWV? You feel Fair. what I'm saying? So to bring it back to La Roach, if, if if he's now, if he becomes one of those celebrity stylists who's doing Robin Roberts and and, and like Rachel Ray is what I wanted to say because my brain was on ABC, but could you fucking imagine La Roach down Rachel? <laughs> one of these two things don't go here but you know what i mean the kiki palmers the just the Mm -hmm. everybody's of the world it gets to a point where it's like been there done that like it's not innovative anymore because realistically how innovative can one person be for 10 different clients yeah and but if you make it exclusive yes and i agree with you goes up I agree with you 100%. Um, when With that, we can just get into the Queens of R&B, SWV, and Escape. I I have said before, y'all have heard me say it. I think Candy is, if Candy coaches, puts out a masterclass on business, I'm going to buy it. I don't care how much it is. Twice. I'm going to buy it. And I'm going to watch it until I can't watch it no more. And I'm going to follow every single step in rule. Not only is Candy loaded, not only does Candy not miss a check, Candy, when I say Candy doesn't miss a check, Candy doesn't miss the right checks. She is not just doing mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, she, it's mm-hmm. not like she's taking a sugar bear hair um, ad and this and this and just randomly grabbing. It's the way she does it. It's the way she yeah. does business. It's the way she markets herself. I think it is so genius. It's sickening. I really do. Candy coated nice. No, I would literally go sit at the candy factory and just like. Yes. I oh sweep. that office. I just love. I think is candy coated nights. Not my thing. No, I don't. I don't, you know, buy anything, anything of that, but people love it. And she knows how to market it. And she's just an absolute mm-hmm, genius. Mm-hmm. So when she brought up the, we're going to, we usually um, headline. Right. Versus co-headliner thing. I initially was like, okay, well, Candy is smart. So like, she don't just be saying stuff. You know what I mean? So let's Mm -hmm. hear her out. But then where they lost me, and it really wasn't Candy, it was Tiny, okay? she And I said, Tiny, be quiet, boo. She said, me and Candy have reality TV fans. So like we, yes, SWB was bigger than us, but we have reality TV fans. I said, Tiny baby, that's not, don't say that because there are people who watch Real Housewives of Atlanta who are not going to go see SWV and Escape. They're just not. Like, I would argue that most of like the bigger Bravo content creators who love Real Housewives of Atlanta and recap it and make memes out of it, they're not going to go see SWV and Escape. I would promise you they probably can't even name a an escape song now see that's where i differ and i i, I mean the bigger ones was i want to say it was on speak on it it might have been the access atlanta i've been mm-hmm. watching a lot of interviews um but candy she spoke to the fact that their analytics mm-hmm. show that candy at one point that Candy and Tiny were the drawing. Like they were able to- I don't doubt that. Related back. Now where Candy lost me was quite like uh, Joe Biden's, if you have a problem deciding between uh, Trump or me, then you ain't black, right? Yeah. 
I know I I I know what you mean. Yeah. Right? But don't say the that. room that you're sitting in probably yeah. knows what you mean. But just like when you're writing an essay, you have to communicate as if the person that you're talking to does not know you, does not know your inflections, does not whatever. And you have to do the same thing when you're on camera. Mm -hmm. So I think that everybody in that room knew what Tiny was talking about when she said Candy and I or have, you know, reality TV money, but you were on camera and you were talking to people who don't fully understand. So let me put it like this, because I think I might've been a little too vague. I think people who watch Family Hustle and anything that Tiny has been on are absolutely going, they would go see SWV and Escape. People it was who the just, net for me. <laughs> people who just watch Bravo in Real Housewives of Atlanta and are enriched in that, I don't, and that's how they know Candy. That's those people that only watch Bravo and didn't know Candy from before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, didn't mm -hmm. realize that she wrote no scrubs didn't when you're out in the club don't think i'm not because when i tell you that song used to be in heavy rotation with me exactly what? before she was ever on real housewives atlanta i don't think people who are just in the bravo sphere are going to see swv and escape and i say that because i say this i was trying not to say this there's a semi i don't want to say a big bravo creator there is a bravo creator that is well known that Pardon. made a comment that said, I'm not watching that stupid candy show. And I said, hmm. And I would, I don't know who that is. I would love to find that out off camera. Mm -hmm. Um, I, uh, with the information that I have though, I'd be willing to bet that that person is also not an avid Real Housewives of Atlanta watcher. Exactly. Well, because Atlanta housewife watchers, mm -hmm. it, are not fully bravo exactly like those are two you just took the words right out of my mouth groups. you took the words right out of my mouth because i have friends that do not watch any other housewife show except for atlanta and that may dabble same. in potomac and i also have friends that only watch potomac and atlanta Absolutely. okay and, and i think and i get it you know i get it but yeah i would that person is what i mean by that is they just watch the shows to be able to get their content for it that's what i mean those people are not unfortunately that is a, a chunk of people the the i could i could watch these shows and talk about it to mm -hmm. people yeah i you know what i used to say they get on my nerves but now i say i love them i welcome them mm -hmm. because you know what do it yeah and then when the cream rises to the top we won't have anything to talk about because you got a pin and you watch the shows and you yeah. talked about them right yeah. Okay. And that's what I said. And I said, what's funny to me about that statement is like, obviously the Bravo space, the reality TV space, all of us like love mess. Okay. We mm -hmm. claim to love mess. We claim to love a drama situation. I said, you don't really love mess like you claim you do then if you're saying I'm not watching that stupid candy show because like Queens of R&B yeah. SWV and Escape is layered with mess we have family mess we have missing money mess we have good one-liners from old school R&B divas mess okay like you don't you're not Listen. as committed to mess you just want the mess to look a certain way is what I'll say Tyler Perry's mama don't do me like this featuring the Queens of R&B is eating the girls up <laughs> every sunday at eight o'clock i do you hear me 
It is, and they are not. It it was not produced or picked up as a series for them to even get a second season. It is a special. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. right now, as it stands, there's no even real window for us to get more. And I'm like, can I say this? I'm sorry, because mm-hmm. once I grabbed my head and I thought about it. <sighs> When Coco's son started crying mm-hmm. and said, I don't feel like I should have to do anything that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Deeply felt moved. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And maybe this happened off camera. Mama and grandma. Mm-hmm. To an extent, son, you're absolutely right. Right. However, this is life. Yep. And now we begin to negotiate. Is there anything else you're interested in? Maybe mm-hmm. music management while you begin to start your career. But having not now one single out, like we're literally starting at the bottom, that right. feels like you're kind of resting on my nepotism. Exactly. To a certain extent. In Num- yeah, sorry, number two... I'm always rooting for everybody black, but I, 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 I didn't, I didn't like the on the spot singing that we got. We got the on the spot singing. If I was Diddy in the room, if I was Boo Boo Kitty, if I was A and R, if I was Simon Cow, it'd be like, I'm interested in seeing you come back next season. I agree. I agree. And to you, to the to the nepotism <laughs> point, to the nepotism point. I want to say this. I, I always struggle because like, I think when the LA Times, New York Times, whatever publication I was that released that nepotism um, article mm-hmm. said, y'all really picked, they, I was like, y'all really picked every black person that you could to make sure you put them on mm-hmm. that cover, but it still wasn't a lot. Okay. It still wasn't a lot. It happens, but it still wasn't a lot. And the reason why is because black folks, older black parents, we they tend to get obsessed with the struggle. I struggle, so you gonna struggle the mm-hmm, same way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we talk about often, like, okay, yeah, we want we want nepotism in the black community, da da da. But I think that it is also ingrained in us, in the older generation, not us. Like, no, you still gonna do something. Now, I like my mom told me. You always going to do something. You don't have to do what I want you to do. Because if my mom would have had it her way, I would have joined the military when I got out of high school. She, and she said, you not, you don't have to do what I want you to do, but you are going to do something. And that's what I Very took away from something. that Coco in uh, Coco conversation with her son. Because like it's like, no, you do need to do something. And I, I do say that I agree with that. Because what am I doing to help you if, as a parent if I just let you just do just not do anything and to the like quitting comp like to the quitting point I don't know how my mom like fared this but baby I was a quitter like I (laughs) I was a quitter I'm laughing not at you but with you because baby if it's one thing I'm gonna do I'm gonna put it down yeah I was a quitter for me (laughs) but my mom I think how my mom always reasoned it was because she was like you always had, if once you said you didn't want to do anything anymore, she said, you always do know your next two steps. She was like, so if this isn't where she was like, I didn't view it as quitting. I viewed it as like, I tried this. It's not working out for me. And this is why, because like, she's like, you are a critical thinker. She's like, so Mm -hmm. this, and she said, and this is your next step. So like when I came there and I never presented anything to my mom that was like half-assed, 
I always was like, this is what I want. This is why this isn't working out for me. This is what I'm going to do. And this is like my next two steps. So that's, that's how she always, how she explained it to me, how she was always fine with me moving on from things. I do like, I, I, I feel like the thing that I found weird about the conversation, it was because mom and grandma were like, we had already talked about you being a dentist. And I was like, when he was 12, yeah, no, but that's that, why I, I was said, like, I come care. on, y'all. I don't care. Yeah, Go to school like, to be an A&R. That, yeah, that was, baby, when you was five, you said at the Christmas pageant that you wanted to be a pumpkin. And now I don't understand why you don't want to be a pumpkin. No yeah, more. I said, come on, y'all. Like, come on. Like, okay, we had already talked about you being a dentist. Do you know how many things I talked about? At one point, I wanted to be a stripper when I was like 10. It, I thought it looked fun on the pole my listen my <laughs> my brother got to watch the players club listen my brother got to watch players club there I... were a ton of things that i thought you were going to say <laughs> i can promise you without a shadow of a doubt stripper at 10 was not I, where I, I saw this going i wasn't like my so my brother got to watch the players club long story i was told i couldn't watch it because you know internalized misogyny I was very sneaky. So like I used to watch things from afar. Like if my parents were watching a rated R movie and we had to go upstairs and stuff, I would watch from like the way our banister was shaped. I would watch it from, Mm -hmm. not me so telling y'all all my Harriet the Spy secrets. I would watch it with them from the stairs, but not to where they could see me. I would like sneak. So I snuck and watched it with, with him. I'm using air quotes there. And I didn't understand like the context, everything was going on. I just saw the girlies. I just saw the girlies dancing and spinning around on the pole. And I said, that looks like fun. Child, now I can't tell you what I wanted to be when I was 10. <laughs> when I was 10, fun. I wanted to be a lawyer. Check this out. Because my mom told me at four that that's what I should be because I needed to find somebody else to argue with other than her. <laughs> she wasn't the one. Okay. At 10, we had career day. My friend's dad comes in. He's a lawyer. He proceeds to break down how much school you have to do to be a lawyer. And I'm pretty sure this is what he wanted. I'm putting words in his mouth. But I went home and told my mom that day that that wasn't happening. (laughs) I said, "There's, there's more school after uh, you after school have to do this till 12th grade mm-hmm. then you want me to do four more years of college i didn't know college was an optional thing at 10 you want i got to do 10 four more years of college and then more mm-hmm. you can kiss my ass yeah and i at 10 i wrote it off so i guess yeah. i kind of wanted to be a stripper too yeah uh, hello okay <laughs> But that's my thing. I'm I'm just like, okay, the whole, you wanted to be a dentist when you were 12. I was like, come on, y'all. Now, as we know, the it Scott gave sister- when like man, man doesn't want to be called man, man anymore. Yes. You don't want us yes. to call you Pooh Bear anymore? Yes. Like, I'm 40. Yes. <laughs> now, to end H-Gon. on the Scott sisters, I don't know. Yeah, thank you. I don't know where we need to leave. Latasha, next time we want to do a show, a tour, anything, but we need to leave her there. Don't ask her because I promise you, if we ask her again, she's going to come up with an, oh, I was supposed to be doing, okay, bye.
We need to leave her in the in the jail cell that she needs to be. Like I like do I need to go get Tamika Scott and walk like hold her hand she, as we go to file the report? I know she never gonna do it. She I never know. gonna do it. That mama. That mom. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I, I got very triggered watching that conversation with her and the mom and the way her mom was talking to her because like I don't have a relationship with my dad and that the conversation with that uh, Tamika and her mother is ex. Part, partially exactly why don't talk to me like I'm fucking stupid first of all and like my dad was mm-hmm. dead mm-hmm. set on that even like the don't talk to me like I'm stupid when I'm a child but like when I was adult he still cannot wrap mm-hmm. his head we can't have a conversation without arguing because I'm not dumb you're not going to talk to me like that okay and, and I you're felt not smart so, just because you're older than me exactly you're actually quite the opposite however anyways you are watching her not look at her mother in the eye and tell her like, I'm going to have to take a step back. My heart broke because I could tell in her face that that was hurting her to mm-hmm. say that to her mom, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we're not supposed to say that we're not supposed no. to say, Oh, I can't, I got to cut some family members off. Like that's not a thing in the black community. It's not supposed to be. It's I, know supposed that, to be a thing. I know that we will do it. Okay. I encourage, I encourage it. it. <laughs> I, if it's too much if it's really too much because one thing i hate is when people tell me that's the only dad you got okay i don't know why the lord gave me that one um, but, but it's not working out Mm-mm. but the the thing is, oh you can't do that their family no see they're supposed to treat me better because we share blood they're not supposed to trample my boundaries mm-hmm. and all of these other things simply because we share blood and the same oh this family you got to take it back will be the same people that will look you in your face watching your best friend that's not your friend you shouldn't let her treat you oh, like that God. but i should let you treat me like this that, because that is a, blood that's like, a that huge sentence, conversation i had that with sentence my dad. doesn't yeah. make any sense and i don't mm-hmm. i don't i don't subscribe to it me no, I could I could tell you the family members I don't talk about but like for the mom to not even get to the apology part until to uh yeah Tamika threatened to like not take to take a step back is what she said um it still wasn't an apology for me it was very much so like if I hurt your feelings I'm sorry no no not if you hurt my feelings bitch I told you we were screaming the last you. time you saw me we were hoopling and hollering. In fact, you told me not to come back to your house, but somehow I disrespected you. Okay, cool. Exactly. There was hoopling, there was hollering. You and you and there was crying. But you want to say if you hurt my feeling, girl, be so fucking for real right now. Let me tell you something. I really believe, and this is horrible, but I believe at the bottom of my stomach that if Latasha was, let's just say, the Beyonce. Yep. If Latasha was the Keisha Cole of this mm-hmm. family and Tamika was Nephi, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mama G wouldn't care nothing. Mama G see that, that ship sinking over there with Latasha. Mama G know that Rocky be outside, okay? Yep. Mama G knows. And mm-hmm. Mama G is trying to have something very much something to cling on to because a uh, Miss Unique, <laughs> that's Rocky's alleged mistress, yep, if you're yep, not yep, sure, yep, yep, yep. just did an interview with Tasha K and provided five years of receipts. She provided and made it so plain that Tasha K issued an apology to Latasha Scott for what was about to come out. Tasha K 
has no other choice if she wants to keep doing interviewing and podcasts and things like that, but to have people with legitimate receipts because we know the legal trouble she's gotten herself into. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she also she also apologized to the mistress unique on camera for uh, saying that she was lying. She apologized to her on camera and she issued a forewarning apology to Latasha. But I say all of that to say, Mama, Mama G... She know it. And they did she issue Cardi B her money? She gave her an apology. Uh, or as Mr. Brown would say, an apollo lie. Uh, okay, interesting. Whatever, not going to spend too much time on Tushke. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I because I, I'm sorry, I could, you better than me because I can't, I can't do, I, I can't do that. I'm not it ever going to support it came that across my co- It came across my timeline. Mm. I don't follow nothing Tasha K. Beyond. It came okay, across yeah. my timeline uh, by way of uh, it's your girl, Millie Shine. Um, mm, okay. And that's that's where I saw it. But I but like I said, I say all of that to say Mom, Mama G knows. She knows that this house is built on sand and it's, it's sinking. <laughs> yeah. It's sinking. And, and she, I'm telling you, if only Tasha was in the group. Tamika didn't have nothing. She was just the little quote unquote stereotypical bum little sister. She wouldn't be accepting no apology from Mm-mm. her. No, she, she wouldn't don't like that girl. She don't like her. She she doesn't. She does not. I want that is one thing that is so crystal fucking clear. She does not. Whew. Okay. Speaking of people don't like each other, let's talk about Jersey because <laughs> because. I need to get into your girl, Jackie Goldschneider. Ooh, and when I say your girl, y'all know, I liked Jackie too previously. I really did. I recognize that Ms. Jackie's Grass a little snobby. I recognize Jackie's a little snobby, but I didn't have a problem. Like I was like, okay, whatever. Because y'all know at the top of the list of things I like to make, sense is always on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Jackie has previously made a lot of sense. A lot of sense. In a space that no sense was being made. Okay. Absolutely. But she has joined the not making sense crew. And everybody is like, yeah, well, she's, you know, Danielle's taking her place. Danielle's taking her place. I would have so much more respect for Jackie if she would have chosen almost any other beef besides this. Because again, to the making sense part. Jackie, you told us, Andy asked you a few years ago, what is the deal with you and your sister? Why can you barely say her name without almost getting a a lawsuit? Mm -hmm. You said nothing, nothing, not a beginning, Mm -hmm. middle, end, not a sneak peek, not a taste, not a sample, not nothing to tell us what the fucking issue might be. Here comes Danielle with this story that she has, which I don't know. Do you know how many times I've blocked my brother on Instagram? Because I felt like it. Because he pissed me off at Christmas. I don't fucking know. Like, it's Instagram, fine. Instagram, I block my sister off my phone right Hello? now. You dare me. Like, Hello? And I love, like exactly. I, that's not even shade. I love her so much, but I've been there, done that. Like, exactly. I will to block you. Mm-hmm. So. I was, she tells us the story that she has. All right. Now that's not good enough for you. Mm-hmm. And then not only is it not good enough for you, her clothes aren't good enough for you. And not mm-hmm. only is her clothes not good enough for you, while you're talking about why her story sounds like bullshit, you say, I don't know, she just looks like a clearance aisle snooky to me. How mm-hmm. snooky get in it? Snooky somewhere in New Jersey talking about now, why am I in it? You see how now, I get why am I in it? 
Snooki didn't do nothing. Like that, that doesn't make sense. If you knew this girl to be a liar, then say that. If you knew X, Y, Z, you need to say something, Jackie, besides the shit that you have been saying, because this- The clearance out Snooki though gave rehearsed read. Oh, and, 100%. And that, like that I didn't like, because I'm like, if you're, if you are going to talk about somebody, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Then, then, then- read them down and if you can't down. read then shut your mouth like i i don't like a rehearsed read period but no. i feel like the place for a rehearsed read is in a rebuttal to something yes, yes. oh you look like a clearance aisle snooky da 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 da, -da. insert mm -hmm. practice read here like but if you suppose if you putting on your reading glasses put on your reading glasses and even if even with the clothes situation jackie baby you ain't never been one to present a garment yeah, we don't so, need for dressing. Y'all all dress the same. A jersey, I would argue, has some of the most mediocre fashion. Some the, some of the most jersey fashion. You know well, what I was I just mean? about to say? It's mad jersey. We it's, running around in our leggings and our t-shirts. Like it's it's really not giving. We're not in Miami. We're not in DC. It's not giving it. I very much so appreciate the New Jersey Housewives commitment to printed leggings still in the year 2023 i appreciate it okay they gonna do what's what what they gonna do like jackie you're not a fashionista you're not nothing so like at this point it just really seems like you're coming after her bullying her and it's not a good look especially yeah, for somebody for especially for somebody who has like really built their persona around like i'm not going to come after women for superficial things such as how they look and things like that. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's not, the math isn't mathing. I do want to say though, while it was a rehearsed read, you look like a clearance aisle snooky is how you, for everybody who needs help reading, that's how you read somebody on they looks without being like, you bell pepper nose ass up. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's why, not a what, bad what say wide body. That's how yes. that's how you get around that. It's not a bad like actual sentiment if it if the application were oh, no, appropriate. Sure, sure. Danielle looks nothing like Snooky. She's not short. Nothing. She doesn't have dark hair. She's not like Chilean like Cookie is. She's like not leopard printed down. Exactly. It's... Like you can't you that it's not applicable there, babes. Like I don't like no, when people but if, keep but grabbing if things do... for shade. If you do need help with how how to formulate a read, if you will, for those for those listeners, listen, <laughs> that was a well you, formulated one. I'm sorry, that is something for me that like you either have it or you don't. Like you yeah. either you either have it or you don't. I don't know if y'all don't follow me on Instagram. I will just plug it here a little bit. I I don't know if I've said I've this started my comedy shameless plugs. I've started my comedy career. Um, finally. And I won Heckler Mike the other night. I won the best comedian at Heckler Night, meaning I had the best comebacks. Okay. They were trying to heckle me. Actually, so another woman in the uh, audience goes, y'all aren't going to get her. It doesn't matter. She said, it doesn't matter what you say. Y'all, y'all not winning. And it's one of those things that's that. like, people have asked me like, how do you have that? I don't know. I was raised by a Gemini. I was a bartender for 10 fucking years. Mm -hmm. I worked in the service industry. Like there, there's just things that like come to you. Yeah. And like, if you don't have it, you don't have it. And that's fine. But then maybe we need to redirect Jackie. Maybe we need to redirect. Okay. 
to switching. Else, I don't know. My fam, my family is a bunch of comedians. Like, yeah, like we're all just everybody. Like nothing is serious. Like at Not, cookout, nothing. nothing is serious. And then, like you said, the food service industry that'll teach you quick. That bartender mm-hmm. that'll teach you real, real quick. Um, I just I felt like with her. I was like, Jackie, it's almost like you're better than this. Like we know, like, for example, if, if Giselle was on New Jersey, right. And Giselle delivered that read and Giselle was having this made up issue with Danielle. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, okay, cool. But the fact that we know that Jackie has substance is like, it makes this even more annoying in my opinion, because it does, it highlights how low you're stupid. It does. And like, my other thing with that is like, I saw some people be like, okay, but why didn't Danielle approach Jackie at the pool party when she heard her talking? I said, let me tell you something. As a person who is a hothead, like I can't really explain it to people when I get mad like that. And I'm like, really like when my engine is actually revving from the inside, there have been so many times I've had people who pretend to be my friends, but really they just want to show be like, oh, why aren't you saying anything? Why aren't you saying anything? When I start saying stuff, that's going to be a problem. And one thing you need to know about me is I am always ready to fucking fight if we need to. I I, I am always ready to do that shit. Once I start getting to that point, and I could see that in Danielle's eyes, when she and her husband walked over there, and she sat down and she was talking through her feelings. I said, that's right, girl, breathe, breathe, because I've been there before. And it's so hard with somebody like Jackie, who is going to, if you freak out on her, if you really go there with her oh, and say, yeah. what is it? What's up? What's up, chick? Like, come on, say you it to my fucking the, face. The hand. Like she, she said is, the other day, don't put your hands in my face. Like, yeah, it, and her hands were nowhere near her face. It'll She's going to go out of her way to make you seem like you are an unhinged psycho. psycho. Yep. And I mm-hmm. don't play that shit because you want to talk about, I'm. you want to act like I'm the unhinged one. You running around this fucking party where your husband at, your best friend's at, but you talking about me? You talking about me and my brother? Right, like you and your husband. I'm like a shot and you can I'm like put your hands down Danielle because like, I promise you, I couldn't, I know myself. There's no fucking way I could have walked away from that. Jackie is like, you're a smart ass bitch in both, both ways. You are a bitch that is smart and like, you're a smart ass bitch. I also felt like some of Danielle's though, cause I, I too am a hothead um real bad <laughs> mm-hmm. but um I I felt some of that was like I'm not going to give you the moment that you're looking for like yeah. kind of like the comments like if you ate in them comments but mm-hmm. I deleted it did you really eat like, exactly. did you really clear if it's not here anymore and I felt like I'm gonna just let you it was like I'm gonna let you argue with the wall because we can yeah. only call one person a psycho bitch if only one person is due. I think I think Danielle did the right thing. Don't get me oh, wrong. It's just I know she for me, you did. have one slide with me. You've all and at the point, I think I think Jackie is on her third with Danielle, mm-hmm. starting at the mm-hmm. calendar shoot. Okay. Then talking about, oh, am I when she said, Am I dressed okay for you? And it get your hands out of my face. Now this, nah, babes. We I would have got it cracking so fucking bad, our husbands would have been on the fucking floor. Okay, because no, shut your fucking mouth. Shut up. See, she's not. And that's I think that's the school that Danielle is from. Like me, once once I have you pegged, 
I'm gonna collect them like infinity stones. Mm -hmm. And when it's coming, baby, it it won't like there, there you won't have an opportunity to be like to try and control the narrative of like, yeah. oh, your hands are in my oh shoes. I got like because once it, what yeah, I'm snapping my fingers and then you're off the board. And that's how that's how I'm moving. But for me, that took a lot, a lot of work. It took a mm -hmm. lot of me responding appropriately. Yep to things that were given and then constantly being in situations where all we're talking about is my response. We exactly. We talk about what I was <clears throat> responding to. Mm -hmm. And I, I got tired of being in situations like that and in the energy drain of being yep. that hot of a head and all of that. And then I finally one day was like, you gonna keep doing this, even mm -hmm. if I give you the satisfaction that you're looking for, because now you think you got my number. Now exactly. you think every time you press this button, this is what happens. I have to deactivate that button. Mm -hmm. That's and I, I'm doing. right there with you. I will collect. I will collect stones too. So anytime Jackie would have started me with fashion, I'm talking about your fucking hair. Okay. Anytime you would have started with me about any, I'm actually yeah. I'm talking about your hair. I'm talking about your makeup, and I'm talking about your fucking clothes and her shoes Fair because enough. Jackie is quick to put on a fucking ugly ass espadrille. But them espadrilles but, be killing me. I'd be like Jackie. Real quick, what year do you think we're in? No, dead ass. And maybe did were you poor the year that those were popular? Because that that's the only that's the only two. Either you you just you can't see it, you just oh Bryant blind, um, or you Jackie. you are the woman you wanted to be at that time. Yeah, Jackie keeps a payless espadrille. She keeps the, a payless espadrille in her closet. Espadrille. They were the ones on the commercials during the BOGO deals when it was springtime. And they say, oh, BOGO, get your summer shoes. She keep a canvas espadrille on her. And I'm going to talk about it. And I'm going to talk about it so bad it's going to fly over her head. And then Jackie, what kills me about Jackie is no matter how, she's the type of person that no matter how I respond, you're going to make me look out to look like, look like the bad person. You really fucking are. So yeah, I'm, I'm, be bad I'm for just going to get it cracking. Walk away from you. I'm going to mm -hmm. be bad for getting it cracking. I'm going to mm -hmm. be, because you need, you need something. Yeah, she needs you know, very much, if I was so much something. Those espadrilles with my hair looking like that, I would need something too. And that is how how I'd be reading that woman every time. It, exactly. Okay. But every time Jackie starts with her. Now to move to Jackie's little delusional friend, Marge. Margaret, at what point did you think, how far did you think you were going to get into the real housewives? That you were going to keep digging shit up on people and throwing that in their face to where they then said, you know what? While Margaret's digging, let me get my own let fucking shovel. And guess what? Your shit's not on as lock as you think it is. Because the fact that you got a friend that was willing to meet, or ex-friend that was willing to meet with somebody, guess what, babes? We all can play that game. We all can play that game. Don't dig up anything on me. I will not dig up anything on you. And if it just happens to fall in my lap, I won't use it. But right, right. There, there needs to be some sort of code, but I, I feel like that, and I've been saying that about Mia on Potomac, mm -hmm. that, that, what's the word that I'm looking for? That, um, style of housewife, if yeah. you will, I think has the potential to get very, very dangerous mm -hmm. off camera. I agree. In, in real life, especially, I'm sorry, considering the, the type of people 
that are casted, they still <laughs> hang out and are adjacent to people who don't have nothing to lose. And you know, people who don't have nothing to lose are very, very dangerous. Say right? that. Say that. So, and when you have a secret, when something is in the dark, the intention is for it to stay in the dark. So mm-hmm. I feel like this whole idea of unearthing and pulling up people's dirty drama can can really it can get really bad did you see the um I don't know the girls names but there was a schmurder for hire on tiktok a, a content creator hired somebody to unalive another content creator she was out like an fbi agent basically like hit her up like yo we need you to go home tight like a hit was put out so and this is this is just tiktok and whatever them secrets are you feel what i'm so, saying so i feel like it can get dangerous you know what it never was <laughs> that, that serious. serious what that that's i'm gonna find the story and tag you in it that that is mad mad okay like but again when you come when you a either get it out the mud Mm -hmm. or b still associate with people who don't have anything to lose but also it's like mind your fucking business you know what i'm saying it's it's like yeah not that one justifies that's not what i'm right. saying what yeah I'm you know saying, i get what like, you're saying i get what you're saying yeah you everybody, everybody has their own version of fuck around and find out and once you do the fucking around part you can't control the finding out part oh like i say all the time i love to be the find out to someone's fuck around okay because don't don't come over here with the bullshit i i'll be the first person to say have i always lived my life right like no, I've definitely done things in the past that I'm not a proud proud of. I've argued with people. I've said for things sure. not proud of. For sure. I for sure. also know that there's no like dirty. I'm not Jen Shaw. I'm not breaking. Yeah. I ain't never broke the law. Okay. Yeah. You know, I and that's one thing I think about. I'm like, okay, let's say this really takes off and it really is up there. What are what could somebody from my past say about me? It's nothing and that most I can't. You'll find out that in my early 20s, I was a crappy friend. That, uh, to okay. some people. So, the you most you'll find out about me is like my party pass, which I've kind of touched on here before. It's not like okay. It's not I used to party hard. Like, um, as you, as a lot of y'all know, if you listen to me. Um, and yeah, like you said, I, I there's been times when I've been a crappy friend, crappy person. I've learned from it, and that's what everybody. My, and my thing with that crappy person thing. It's not, it's one of those things where growing pains, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was immature. I was unhealed. I was. But Marge wants to throw those things out. And she thought, Marge thought her biggest thing was going to be exposing her own affair with Joe um, Benigno. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's like, no, Marge, you do things to people. You you really do. And you can't be sit here and be shocked when somebody says you're an easier friend to have than enemy. I don't want to deal with somebody who's my enemy who's just going to open the filing cabinet from the time that they met me to the to present day and just pick out one thing and then throw some fucking salt, seasoning, pepper all over it and present it to the fucking world. I don't want to deal with somebody like that. So yeah, I'm with like, no yeah. context and that that's the thing again, Candy Queens of R&B. She was like Coco was like, I ain't opening for nobody. I ain't opening for nobody. And you get people riled up. Oh, she's Coco. You don't have to. Insert mm-hmm. 2018. 
when you open for us like but that's the context that yeah. the viewers don't have and so you do they they play that game very well well, and I am an advocate. I said it today to somebody that I was talking to. I'm an advocate for five seasons, seven seasons top if you're eating and then get out of there. I, I say that all the this time. Trampoline bounce in seven seasons. Boo, you suck anyway. I say that all the time. I really wholeheartedly believe that. And I, listen, I think Bravo is going to need to do something soon in general because they're mm. notorious for not for the casting issues. They are notorious for waiting until it's too fucking late. Okay. Too fucking and late. I am for driving something to the ground, Pepsi to the ground from, from, from ultimate housewives girls or whatever three yeah. is a knockoff Marco from X wives club. Like, but we've yep. seen this trope. Give us something else. Exactly. Exactly. Like they're notorious for driving something to the ground, not doing anything until it's too late. Now we're at the part of summer house when everyone's like, what the fuck? This cast sucks. Da, da, da. We need to recast. We need to recast. Why the hell do we keep waiting until it's too late? These need to be revolving doors. We need to be. Hello? And so I always say, I don't care if I love the housewife. I think there needs to be a six season max on housewives, even if they are performing amazingly, then they need to, I'm not saying they can never come back, but it needs to be, you take at least two seasons off, at mm -hmm. least two seasons off. A because break or Kyle something. Richards, too comfortable. She is too, too comfortable. I think comfortable. that I think that it gives these women a false sense of like power. Security. Yeah. It gives them a false sense. And so they think that they don't actually need to show up for work. Giselle Bryant, same thing. Robin kind of falls into that uh trope as well. They they're too comfortable Absolutely. because they're like, like oh, I've gotten in. by doing the bare minimum. I've gotten by with these shenanigans and hell jinx for so long. Hijinks, not hell jinx for so mm -hmm. long. And Bravo's fine with it because I'm still making them money. There are at this point, there are plenty of people out in the world that A will sign up for housewives. And mm -hmm. then all out of all of those people, cut it into a, probably a third of those people are going to do it well. For Jennifer sure. Aiden was a fan of the show. Jennifer Aiden was a fan of the show. She's a perfect example. I think Jennifer I Aiden, Danielle. Yeah, Danielle. And I want to say Rachel Fuda, but I don't know. But those two have, they were fans of the show. They wanted to be on the show. They do it well. They don't seem like fans. They don't seem like people that have been aching to get this. Mia is a perfect example of what not to do. I can tell Mia has always mm -hmm, watched Real mm -hmm, Housewives. Mm -hmm, I can tell mm -hmm. that she's always wanted to be on the show. And I can tell that she's cosplaying of what she thinks we want to see as a housewife. Oh, for sure. Oh, she, she is the, sure. That's why I say out of all the people that want to be on the show, about a third of them are going to be willing to do it right and perform how we want them to. There are still people out there that we could, housewives that we could get to potentially come in and do this thing well. I'm never going to forget. Like, but, I'm not like, go ahead. No, I was just going to say for Jersey though, they have to hone in on what the story is. Right. Cause now, now they're kind of pushing this Danielle thing, which mm -hmm. is like, makes me feel like they want to kind of swap out Teresa and Joey for Danielle and her brother. And then like, right. And nobody wants to keep seeing that. But no Jersey has never follow the same format as the others it's always been its own little like this should technically be called something else yeah, you feel true. what I'm saying so it's like and cool we, we phase the girls out sorry we phase the girls out and then into what 
Okay. So like, I agree with the thing about Jersey is that it's New Jersey, but it's really, what, what uh, area is Patterson in? What area are they? They're close to the city. Yeah. They're, but they're more, um, damn my brain. It's like Patterson, orange. They're, they're, they're that, that's where they're from, where they be at, be over there, the, towards the edge waters, the Bergen counties of it all. Okay. So it really shouldn't be Real Housewives of New Jersey. It should be Real Housewives of whatever area they're in. But well, obviously we don't do that. Um, well, um, no, New Jersey them. is the only one that's an actual fucking state. Because it that's the only one that's an actual fucking state. Yeah. Yeah. Well, New, New, well no, because it's New York, New York. New Jersey my, is the only one that's an actual fucking state. Yeah. And so Lord. that's my thing. They need to like center it. But the thing about Jersey <laughs> is it is always thrived off of personal connections because mm -hmm. where like in a Beverly Hills, yeah, Crystal and Kyle knew people who knew each other and they knew around each other, but they don't have history. Dolores and Teresa grew up together way for the most back. part. Go way back. Marge, but she was also her... a friend of Caroline. Exactly. Also a friend of Caroline's. So that Jacqueline. All of them go. And then it just all branches out. So where we are now, like Marge was, Marge knows everybody, still knew everybody from around. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? All of mm -hmm. them know each other from around. I think maybe Jackie didn't. And I don't think Jennifer Aiden did. Mm -hmm. But like Jen Fessler is one of Marge's good friends. Yes. Um, Rachel and Danielle. I know Rachel, Rachel trained with Frank and knew Dolores. The same thing. Like I think somehow, some way Danielle knows Frank and them too. I can't remember. Danielle knows Frank and them too from the gym life. But then Danielle's exactly. mom used to be married to, to Caroline. Caroline's brother or something brother, like that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's all connected at the end of the day with Jersey, no matter what, no matter if they cast somebody, it is still all connected from back in the day. That's what, that's what makes Jersey unique. Different. Yeah. And yeah different. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy because I, I do love it. I do love that they are all connected because it, it brings a certain authenticity to things, but at the same time, it makes, it makes things rough. Because if we're going to end on why the fuck, Louie, I scratch my head at Louie all the time. <laughs> I scratch my head at Louie all the time. Mr. Peacemaker, get Teresa to go to therapy. Da, da, da. What I find interesting about Louie is a lot of the times when he is like trying to be the good guy and play up to it, it comes at the cost of like making Teresa look stupid. Because why, oh, why did you go up to Melissa Gorga's mom and say, I'm sorry about the wedding when you just could have said, Hey, how are you? Good to see you. Mwah, mwah. You that seems like you went out of your way to make your fucking fiance look stupid. I that yeah. is a problem for me, right? It like is just me too. Just as as a spouse, like yeah. you know, once we step outside, it's one band, one cent. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? We could figure it out in here. We could go back yeah. and forth around the circles, but once we go outside in yep. front of other people, mm -hmm. We say the same thing. Always. Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. So that bothered me. And then two, it negated everything that he said to Joey. Or, yeah. yeah. Joey at yeah. the dinner. He was like, I wasn't around. Mm -hmm. I don't know their history. So I faulted to her. 
right? That he put it all on Teresa. So if yeah. it's all on Teresa, what are you apologizing for? Because you weren't there. You didn't have the history. And also that could be, I let Teresa make the guest list when it mm -hmm. came to the people that have been in her life prior to me. Exactly. This is what she said. Let's this, do dinner. This is how we're going by it. But right. it was so unnecessary to walk up to that woman and say, I'm sorry about the wedding. You didn't need to no. say that. You didn't need to say it at all. And like, I, I don't want any, I don't wish for anybody's divorce, but like, this is where I get worried for Teresa because mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. man is not like, he is low-key dead set. There are little breadcrumbs from Louis that like are really telling because we, me, you and Ty talked about this on our live. We, I have to, I have to wait to see what the context is of this pajama comment, but yeah. I don't care what it is. That's weird. And I didn't see Teresa around when it was said. So I'm wondering if she knew that that was said. I saw but, the jump cut to Joey face though. Uh-huh. And not only that, I want to know that if they didn't know that that was said, the, the girls, the daughters, okay, they stood strong talking to Joey, their uncle Joey, about keep my no-no and Nona's name out your motherfucking mouth. Now, that's weird for me because those are his parents, so not too much. But it's not too much, but if if I feel it, like you yes, disrespecting yes, grandma exactly. and grandpa when you're talking about them, uncle. Exactly. Like exactly. I'm with you. So that's it. So that's my thing. I'm like, not too much. Those are his parents too. Like everybody takes a step back, but I expect the daughters to have some smoke for Louie because say telling not only your uncle, but everybody, oh, I put your dad's pajamas on to make your girls feel more comfortable. And how that is not something that anybody else needs to know. That first of all, that immediately makes me feel like the opposite of un of comfortable. Weird. It's it so e weird. Immediately I... makes me feel unsafe. I don't like it. It scares me. Uh... It scares <laughs> yes, it gives a lifetime movie villain. It gives Dirty John, if y'all did not watch that series. Because it does. again, it really does. again, I think it's such an unnecessary thing to say, even if it's true, because there's one thing, this is like, uh, y'all may think I'm weird for this. I don't know. Like as me and my mom are best friends, we're super close. As she gets older, obviously I think about things sometimes and I get really scared. My mom and I share clothes a lot too. If I, she lives a couple hours away. So every time I go see her almost always, she's like, girl, you want this? I'm like, yeah. When I bring it home, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this smells like my mom. Like, I love this. And sometimes I'll be like, Aww. I don't want to wash it out because I get scared someday. Like when I wear it, it's going to start smelling like me. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where I'm like, why would y'all, if, if Louis is telling the truth or no, if the theories, I should say, if the theories mm -hmm. are true and it's like, oh, the girls asked him to wear them or whatever, it no longer smells like your grandparent. It, it smells like Louis. If my daughter asked my new husband to wear my daddy's pajamas. Okay. <laughs> I would hope that he would say, I'm going to talk to your mom. And then I would tell him, you better not put my daddy pajamas on. But you know, Teresa is going to make an excuse. You know, even if she didn't. Yeah, it, it's if cute. She, it was like if, a fun thing. Like, she, it was fun. <laughs> if she wasn't around for that comment, by the time we get to the reunion, she's going to be like, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable with it, but it's but, fine. It's Louie. He means well. It's Louie. Like the girls love Louie. And so like, it's okay. 
And it's not gonna make any sense to any of us. We're gonna be sitting there like blink blink. No, blink blink. We're, we're gonna okay. be looking at her like, okay, girl. Yeah, it's it's weird, it's all weird. But I also feel like when we talk about these weird moments and these possible red flags with Louie, we don't talk about Louie allegedly lending uh melissa's niece money we don't talk about louis allegedly lending joey money and so my thing is from joey melissa's side he can't be somebody that you do you know how comfortable Mm -hmm. you gotta feel with a person to Mm -hmm. ask them for twenty thousand dollars let alone two hundred and ten thousand there and or fifty excuse me and then twenty five thousand over there what Two hundred and seventy-five dollars, and not only that, like Louis is into uh, lead generation, like he's generating leads, like Jin Shaw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no, I said I, I, I know. Like, I said let, I don't them... think that's something I would have said out loud. I I really let don't. Let them sit on that, and then I'll tell. Oh, mm-hmm. we'll talk about the tea. Okay. We'll let the uh, but the last. The last thing I want to touch on from Jersey, and it was really just a small little bit, but I was like, Jennifer, don't tell them. Why are don't you talking to Jackie? Telling your enemies, tell, your telling Jackie that you and Bill are fighting about the kids and like the homework. I was like, Jennifer, After just telling stop. Melissa the other episode. Shut up you do you never give these women this much ammo you never give your enemy these women don't like you and you know they don't like you why would you tell them your personal business jackie was not over there they these women love to get the eight inch drunk because excuse me it's gonna give them something to talk about for like the rest of the season when that like they love for the aidens to get drunk and the aidens seem like a fun couple don't get me wrong i don't know about too and they seem to have a good time right i like them I don't know about Bill calling on the floor and all that. Bill, I know that we have that one scene from Jennifer last year, but like Bill be embarrassing Jennifer when he's drunk a little bit more than Jennifer be embarrassing Bill, if you ask me. Listen, I'd rather my husband be crawling around on the floor trying to get up under the limbo because that made sense than to be the man with hot wax on his hands slapping oh my it God. against somebody's chest and ripping it off. The men- Any day of the week, I would have rather my I'm, husband be crawling. I'm right there with you because I blocked that from my mind because like the men of Jersey are fucking barbaric. They are fucking barbaric. If I looked over at a party, my husband and his friends do a lot of stupid shit. They do stupid things, never to that degree. If I looked over and I saw my husband either with the wax on his hand or have it getting waxed, I would snatch him up so fucking fast because are you serious? Like Melissa, stop. That's rude. Like, are are you serious right now? Ugh. But I was like, Jackie, stop telling them this. Because ja- Jackie waited until Jennifer was nice and sauced. Mm-hmm. Nice and sauced. Mm-hmm. To be like, are you okay? I didn't like that either. Very condescending. <laughs> are you okay? Say it? Are you okay? Are you feeling okay? To, do you Dang think you can have a conversation? No, I'm not going to go have a fucking conversation with Marge when I'm drunk. We see what happens when I'm sober with the bitch. Hello, no, I'm not and you to... just watched them poor costume. You just watched me drive the boat. You just watched me drive the boat. And Jackie did that because they watched her all. You cannot convince me that they did not watch her all night 
take it, watching her take her drink, uh, take her drinks, take the shots, all of it. And Marge probably said, okay, Jackie, go get her. Sent her little lackey Jackie out there to go get her and try and facilitate she, a conversation. She naked wasted. Now's the good time. Okay. Ugh. Now, before we hop up off of here, I have not gotten to watch every single episode that they released today of Ultimate Girls Trip, but I did get to watch the first one. So I do want to touch mm-hmm. on it. Yes. <sighs> I love the Ultimate Girls Trip. I love the three days. I, I love, so love the Ultimate Girls Trips. And every time we get a new one, I'm reminded. And it, you know what this reminded me of? I want them to do like, if they ever did like a content creators trip where we all had to get together, I, I'm going. I'm signing up. Somebody put my name well, in the hat. I'm going. Okay. Housewife <laughs> content creator trip. I'm going, but just, I want to talk about this really quickly, which is the Heather and Leah of it all. Heather is a weirdo. Heather is a fucking weirdo. Okay. Because. I'm listening. Had Heather not read, and she's a fangirl. Heather's a fangirl. I should say that. Had Heather not read Leah's book, I would be like, okay, Heather, don't say that. Shut up. Blah, blah, blah. Leah's sober. And I would just, I would just be done. Heather told Leah or said, let's get Leah drunk. And then said, oh, I read your book. So, you know, I didn't read Leah's book. So I don't know everything she detailed Mm -hmm. in it, but on the same hand, but we are going to be getting on the two things can be true at once train. Mm -hmm. Leah, let's not act like when we first saw you on our screens, your first season of Real Housewives of New York, you weren't drinking. And you presented it to, to my memory. She presented it as like a, I can have it. I think I'm at the point where I, I haven't had a drink in so long. I can drink again and it's fine. And then when she, she came back, she way. did. And when she came back to her second season, she, what she said was, I just feel better when I don't drink. I just feel better without No, no, alcohol. no. Her, her first season, she, it started off with, I can drink. I like, I think I'm yeah. at the point where I can handle it. Right. Then later that season, it turned into my mom would get mad. She doesn't like me drinking. Mm-hmm. And then when we met Bunny for the first time, Bunny told us about her substance abuse issues. Exactly. And then at the end of the season, Ramona outed her for drinking on her bipolar medication. Exactly. But what I'm saying is when she came back to the the net, like Leah did two seasons, when she came back for her mm-hmm. sophomore season, what she, how she presented it back to us, what she wanted us to believe was, oh, I'm just better when I'm not drinking. And it's just mm. better if I don't drink. And I felt like, and that was a long time ago, I felt like she relied, like kind of really lied heavy on the bipolar medication, not drinking versus mm-hmm. the substance abuse of it all. You know what I mean? Because I think I, I know people who like, are on, you know, either antidepressants or bipolar medication or things like that, that don't pair well with alcohol. And it's not that they don't drink. They might have one drink, but they're just like, yeah, I can't like really yeah, be doing do all much. that. Yeah. That's really how Leah tried to lay on it now. So don't act I, like- I didn't feel that way because she said, um, she kept saying that um, she hadn't been on it. Like that was, she was like, a, when, when it was like, oh, you outed me, but like- I've been prescribed them. I, I haven't been she on that. it. She like, she and that. then she's, I think she said something else about the like addiction, but it it felt more like the steps conversation. Like mm-hmm. I like the people that are in my life and they yeah. like me when I'm sober and this is where we're going to stay. Mm-hmm. But taking it back to Heather, 
always want to like Heather so much. I always want to like her. And I was like, okay, cool. She said, let's get her drunk. Maybe she doesn't know. Maybe she doesn't watch. We also the Porsche things like, okay, but like maybe, right? You want to give people the benefit of the Mm -hmm. doubt. And then she said, down and she was like no like whatever and then she was like she laughed about it yep. and then it was like oh ha 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 like yeah because I read your book exactly that you was my thing when she, Heather, I literally wrote need it to in say my that. I'm like Heather you didn't need to say that no because then it gave Leah the leeway to be like you oh, read my book it. one thing Leah loves to do is be the victim she yeah, loves to be the victim okay so then when Leah took it to Candace. Okay. Mm-hmm. And well, when Le- I knew Leah was going to gravitate towards Candace because Candace hates to see people be bullied. Mm-hmm. She does, she's going to stand up for the underdog always. She always, always is. I think Leah came into this with a plan, knowing that she wanted to, because Leah's a Virgo. And this is my thing. It just adds a little extra sauce. I'm not saying it's everything, but it just adds a little extra sauce. Virgos are so, so calculated. Candace is a Sagittarius. If you don't know anything about Sagittarius, just think Nicki Minaj. They are wordsmiths. They're going to say things. They're going to hurt. And their point is going to be made. Now, their point may not be pointing, okay? Because in the... to to Nicki Minaj's account because sometimes I'm like girl but just... Nicki can do it both Nicki could read them down in exactly. a professional way exactly. and never curse at you mm-hmm. or Nicki can say some far left shit and you like bro really exactly like... exactly I think Leah attached herself to Candace for that reason she knew Candace was going to stick up for her I think she knew Portia wasn't going to Giselle's not going to she Heather like I don't think she was concerned with Heather or Whitney whatsoever so I'm interested to, and she doesn't have anybody on the trip. I think Tinsley was originally supposed to come, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that whatever happened, I don't care. I don't miss Tinsley. Tinsley was like, the housewives of my mom ruined my life from not coming back. <laughs> I'm actually getting ready to go eat a salad because summer um, and watch the the last two episodes. I'm going to pour me something to drink because I earned it. If you're yes, in you the did. live, then you know about the flooding the that I ran after we got off the live and ran downstairs and helped him shock back it up and ran back up here and got on the, the potty cast. So I'm absolutely to... please tell the people where they can find you out. <laughs> Eat this food. Elmirasaki.com. Okay. Yes. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram, housewives and chit chat of all places. But in the event that TikTok does go night, night, I'm knocking on wood knocking on wood but i've started putting my chit chats on elmerasaki.com and we are going to end up getting some exclusive elmerasaki.com chit chats so you'll hmm. have to be on the website it is also an app on square spaces you can um spaces by wix is what it's called excuse mm-hmm. me um you can download it and kind of just access it the same way you can just go to safari whatever but elmerasaki.com housewives and chit chat and y'all already know where you can find me over on Instagram at who asked me podcast on TikTok at who asked Zell. Please don't forget to rate and review on Apple podcasts. And then feel free to live, leave a little rating on um, Spotify as well. You can rate, you mm-hmm. cannot review. And when writing your reviews, please remember if you are not a person who hops on a podcast every week and has a platform, speak nice. Okay. Some of the shit y'all be saying is so fucking out of pocket. And, and just keep so in mind, we, we 
this is work. We do this, you know, it might be just a one minute video or a 10 minute video or just one podcast to you, but it is a lot of work. It is a lot of preparation. We have to actually watch these shows in order to be able to talk about them intelligently. Like, so, and you know, we don't get paid like those content creators. So, you know, Mm -mm. no, we surely don't, (laughs) but I will talk to y'all next week.